So just how bad is it in San Antonio? You are locked on Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, this is Hot Rod. And I'm RC from the Cybertron Spring. And you're listening to Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs. We're here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Ken's 5 San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Hope you're having a great, uh, well, almost done of the work week. We'll get you through it right here on Locked On Spurs. Today's episode is brought to you by Jason Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50 plus infections. Get yours today at Jace Medical. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. So how y'all doing? You okay? Spurs on a six game losing streak, huh? Not too happy, are you? Swell silver and black fans, but just how bad is it? Uh, yeah, just how bad is it? It's been pretty bad, yeah. Uh, you got six games straight. They're getting just annihilated on the court and showing no signs of competitiveness. Yeah, it's just not good. You know, early in, well, in a few minutes, we're going to be talking with our guest, Mikey Menes, and we're going to go over. We can see on your screen right now just how bad is it for the Spurs. I'm going to get into a couple of stats that stand out for me of what is ailing them. I think Jimenez is going to go into beyond the box score, and then we're going to ask the big question, are they too young? So stay tuned for that. But before we bring on Jimenez, you know, I just want to sit here and say, like, hey, you know, I know it's rough right now. I know it's tough. I get it. I get it. You know, you don't like seeing your silver and black get embarrassed on national TV. You know, like cut away from the game to go to look at other games because the silver and black are just getting creamed. Yeah, not good. But, you know, and I know there's probably nothing I can say that's going to make you feel better about the situation. Other than to say is just hang on tight. Hang on tight. We both knew that it was going to be a rough start to the season. We both knew this was not going to be a championship team overnight, let alone a playoff team overnight. So, you know, it's kind of sticking to course, but I do agree with y'all that this team show needs to show a little bit more life, a little bit more competitiveness. Uh, last season's team was a lot more competitive at this point in that last season than this season's uh, team is. You get what I'm trying to say. So, you know, if anything – Beyond the box score, beyond the stats, beyond you know, Wemby's, you know, doing this or not feeding Wemby that, and Trey Jones, Sohan, all that stuff. Maybe it just simply comes down to just do they have it in them? You know, do they have them in them to stop getting annihilated? Just that desire, that want, that will to compete. All those cliches you could think of right now. Maybe it's beyond stats. What if it's just here and between the years? And that's it. And then you know, kind of a wake-up call. You know, if, if getting annihilated by the Thunder on national TV isn't enough of a wake-up call, I don't know what is. But, and yeah, just as frustrated as you are, I'm frustrated too because I was not expecting this. I, was I expecting them to lose? Sure. Was I expecting them to not be world beaters? Absolutely. But I thought for sure you're bringing in the, the same team that has experience and chemistry together and all you're doing is really just inserting Wemby, it'll be a different product on the court. And I think eventually it'll get there. It'll, it'll have to get there. Look, it could be worse. could be the Clippers right now. You know, going winless when you're adding an all-star uh, James Harden, right? It could be worse. But hang on in there, Spurs fans. Don't jump the ship yet. I'm only, what, 11 games, 12 games in. They got a tough test next against the Kings. But 
maybe the schedule gods are going to smile on them on the next game after the Kings in Memphis, and they should beat Memphis, I hope. But, you know, brighter days are ahead. You know, you, you have uh, Devin Vassell saying that they're trying to get used to Vic, and Vic is trying to get used to them, and Sohan, he's going through it right now, the point guard spot, and, you know, they had a recent injuries. Keldon sat out of game. Trey sat out of game. And I know it's, be, it's bigger than that, than simple injuries and lineups. You know, that's why I say I think it's just more of the desire that you they want. And you can look at all the stats you want. You know, you get the first quarter, you know, break it down quarter by quarter. The first quarter, they're competitive, but in periods two, three, and four, they're allowing teams to score 30 points or more. That's not good. So, okay, we'll get into all that in a few minutes. But I just want to say quickly, just hang on in there. I know it's a rough patch right now. They'll get through it. Look, there's nothing like a win can cure things. I'm pretty sure if they win against Memphis or the Clippers or the Kings, you know, you know, this five-game, six-game losing streak, uh, you know, will be forgotten, and uh, they'll move on. Just hope they will continue their winning ways once they bust this slump that they're in. Coming up next, we're going to go ahead and bring on Mikey Menes. We're going to be discussing if this team is way too young, what needs to be corrected, and just how bad, just how bad. We're looking at some numbers. And we're going to look at some other intangibles that could be going on with your silver and black right here on Locked on Spurs. But first, I want to talk to you about FanDuel. Right now, new customers can get themselves $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 bucks if your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time than absolutely right now to get on the action. NFL season's underway, the NBA season's underway, your Spurs are playing right now. And what more do you need to go download the FanDuel app immediately? So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, go ahead, go to it. Go to your favorite app store and download it right now. The app is easy to use, a wide range of betting options. They got spreads, player props, so much more. I go there. You should go there too. I like to look at the NBA futures. I like to see what's going on there. You know, go check it out right now at FanDuel. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. And also Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top stories of, of the day from the local experts of Locked On plus national shows covering leagues. So go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national 24-7 streaming channel. This is Emily Swallow, and you are listening to Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. And as promised, we are now joined by Mike Jimenez. You can make sure to follow him on X at MJ Acquired Taste. Heads up, everybody. He's got to go. He has dad duties to take care of, but he's carving out some time right here on Locked On Spurs to talk to us. All things Spurs, or maybe y'all, you don't want to talk all things Spurs right now, everybody. But we're going to talk about, first up is... Just how bad is it? So I'm going to give you a couple stats that stand out to me. He is going to go beyond the box scores. He's going to give you what the eye test tells you as far as this Spurs team. He is welcome back to Lockdown Spurs. Hey, how's it going? Glad to be back. I, I prefer to be back during uh, winning streaks, but uh, not yeah. recently. It's it's getting so bad that 30-point blowout, 40-point blowouts are almost common now. I mean, that's at least in this early season for the Spurs – them getting just trounced is is like a reoccurring thing, a pattern you don't want to see happening. Uh, we saw that a couple of nights ago versus OKC. And in the blink of an eye, 
it went from competitiveness to all-out destruction. Well, think I mean, about what, it this way. Yeah, go ahead. Think about it this way. They were 3-2, and two, had a 27-point lead at home at the Frost Bank Center, and Talk were just minutes – yeah, we're just minutes away of going four and two on the season. Oh man! And once they lost that lead, they're done. It has all gone downhill since. Yeah, exactly. All right. So, what is going wrong with the Spurs team? Uh, how bad is it? So, I'm gonna give you a couple of stats that stand out to me and what's going on Whew, between the lines for your San Antonio Spurs. So, we're gonna look at the last three games. I know the Spurs are in a six-game losing streak. So, what's going on recently with them? All right. So, defense. Opponent points per game. The last three games, the Spurs are giving up 119 points per game while they're only averaging about 103. So the defense is just evaporated, humans. It's, it's gone. Uh, you, you know, you look at uh, some more of their defensive struggles or just sometimes I think they're doing it to themselves. They're shooting themselves to the foot. They're averaging the last three games, 18 turnovers per game. We had 20 plus versus the Thunder in that loss. And while the opposing teams are, are capitalizing on that, again, going back to my defensive uh, point, is you saw the Thunder score 23 points off 24 Spurs turnovers. Fine, you make mistakes, they happen in the game, but get back and try to correct it. It's not happening. The defense is all but gone. And I thought that was supposed to be a big focus heading into this season. You get a Wimby, you know, hey, hey, look, look, look the length, look how long and big and you know, this tenacious defender is a, this starting five has from Wimby to Vassell to Sohan, et cetera. Uh, what happened, Jimenez? Well, first of all, it's the blind leading the blind out there. That's the problem is that yeah. you don't have any veteran leadership out there on the on the court. And we were all optimistic as the season started, hoping that yeah. players like a Devin Vassell would take a leap, that Keldon Johnson would get back on track, that Sohan and would somehow – And he has somewhat. To his credit, somewhat. somewhat he has. Yes, he has. And, and that Sohan would figure out the point guard position and the, the problem that I've come across is that there is no leadership on the basketball court when they're playing. And I go back in time to when David Robinson could rely mm -hmm. on a Terry Cummings, when Tim Duncan could rely cheeks was on, on there, yeah. Yeah, when, when Duncan could rely on a Sean Elliott or rely on a on a David Robinson when he was a rookie. Mm -hmm. Who exactly are these guys relying on? And my problem with all this is that I look at Sohan trying to become a point guard. And he's doing better three-point shooting. He's nearing 40%. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm about to shave my head because I, uh, <laughs> I'm i so wrong when it comes to that, right? right? He's knocking down open threes. But the thing about it is this, is that my question is, is who's teaching Jeremy Sohan to be a point guard? Well, he is, says Trey Jones. He's leaning on Trey Jones a lot. Dude, I mean, Trey Jones is just as young as he is. Trey Jones is, what, two years older, three years older? Hey, I'm just that, telling that you what is, Sohan told us. That is not a mentor on the basketball court. And I don't want to hear this crap about how – Oh, well, he could rely on Tony Parker. Tony Parker does not fly on the plane with him. Tony yeah. Parker is not at all the practices. Tony Parker is not always there. Mm -hmm. You need to have that mentorship there. Sohan has no mentor. Victor Wembanyama mm -hmm. has no mentor. The only player that actually doesn't really necessarily need one is Devin Vassell. Mm -hmm. And what you're seeing is, is that when they get punched in the face, they all start looking at each other. Yeah, Bad do. body language ensues. Mm -hmm. And they're just looking at each other like, Who's going to stop the bleeding? They don't have anybody there to stop the bleeding, yeah. to get to gather the troops right. around and say, calm down, let's get this going, and Pop ain't doing it. Well, here's the other thing, too, that goes to uh, we're going to look outside the box score and the stats. 
is just aggressiveness. I'm going to blend the two. So you don't see that aggressiveness from this Spurs team. If a team, uh, you know, gets you know d- down and dirty with them and pushes back and shoves, which we saw against Oklahoma City, you know, the Spurs don't fire back. When when Bayama said that after the loss, saying that Oklahoma City they got tough on them. They did not get tough on OKC. And even the numbers prove it. So, again, I know the Spurs are on a 6 game losing streak, but if you just look at the last three games, the Spurs are averaging 13 trips to the free throw line, while their opponents, 26, double. They're the aggressors. They're the ones getting to the rim. They're causing the Spurs to make the, the mistakes, to get them to the free throw line. So there you go. They're, they're coughing the ball up. They're not defending. They're allowing all this uh, 100, what is it? Uh, I got the number here, 119 points per game, and they're not even getting to the free throw line. They're just shooting them themselves in the foot. That's what it feels like. They're just doing these non, just being very non-competitive, not into it, these mental things. You want to score some points easy? Be aggressive. Get to the lane. Get to the rim. You want to like preserve leads and or stay competitive? Don't gift wrap the ball to the opposing team. Human is. You've also seen the players give up on certain plays. Mm-hmm. I hate to say it, you know, you've seen the the close up shot of Keldon Johnson get frustrated. Mm-hmm. Jeremy Sohan throw his hands up. Even Devin Vassell getting upset about something to the point where you saw that they didn't get back on D because they were just so yeah. frustrated at a particular play. I'm glad that you brought up the. Uh, the difference that you see there in free throw attempts by teams. We keep hearing this stat about how the Spurs are second in the NBA when it comes to assisted buckets and all that. Okay. Uh, I don't know how to take that. I don't know how to take that because if you're not getting the free throw line, all of that's meaningless, Mm -hmm. right? If you're not getting the free points for crying out loud, all of that is meaningless. The Spurs are not attacking the basket for anything. In fact, against Oklahoma City, they, they deployed a one, two, two zone. They specifically were trying to get the Spurs out of the lane. Yeah. And why do you get them out of the lanes? Because Victor Wembanyama is seven foot four. Why do you get them out of the lanes? Because well, Wemby can shoot free throws, so can Vassell, yeah. and we don't have anybody there to drive in. The whole debate about the point guard position, and they're like, okay, well, so I can bring the ball up. It's beyond bringing the ball up the court. Mm. It is setting up the offense. It is penetrating. Keldon's not doing it. Vassell's not doing it. For one reason or another, they're not doing it. And I would think that Wemby would be getting more leeway from the officials. They're allowing they're allowing teams to go after Wemby and be more and more aggressive right. with him, and they're letting it go. And Wemby is a little bit upset about that. You've seen that where he's just throwing his hands up in the air like, dude, where's the foul? And there's a lot of contact that, that, that the officials are letting go when it comes to Wemby. But, man... They're just not aggressive offensively. Mm-hmm. They get punched in the mouth and they're done. I mean, they're glass yeah. Joe. Yeah, they, yeah. They're, this is a team that is just going to be. I mean, if we're going to look at some numbers, they're going to be competitive for one period at most. Because after after that, the the everything just will. So you're looking at a breakdown of the Spurs in periods two, three, and four. They're allowing thirty or more points on average so far through the games they played. Uh, their worst period is actually the third quarter where they allow 34 points um, while they only muster up about 25. So in period one, they come out, oh, we're in it. We're in it, baby. We're going, we're going. We're going to average about 27 points per game in that first period. And then boom, the wheels fall off. It's a moment, 30, 31 and a half opponent points per game in the second quarter, 33 and a half opponent points per game in the third quarter, 30 points per game for the opponent in the fourth and final frame 
So they're out of it early, Jimenez. Yeah, Spurs were up by four points uh, with four minutes to go in the yeah. second quarter against Oklahoma City. And then in a blink of an eye, we're down 10 at halftime or somewhere oh, around that at halftime. So and it just, and it just, it was like super fast. Something going on with this team where, like I said, they're, they're, the leadership is not there. Yeah. And, and part of it, when they say it's the defense and, oh, well, we, we it's a young team. They've got Wemby. No, 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 no. Vassell was on the team last year. So it was yeah. Keldon. So was Zach Collins. So was Sohan. So was Trey Jones. McDermott was there. So let's not pretend like we've got 15 new players. Two-thirds of the team was there last year. Champagne was there last year for the the latter part of the season. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not going to use that or allow that to be an excuse. Yeah, absolutely. He is Michael Jimenez. Make sure to follow him on X at MJ Acquire Taste. He'll tell you what he's up to uh, these days. Coming up next, we're going to look at a big question, a bigger question. Are there? Are the Spurs, is this roster as constructed just way too young? Coming up next right here on Locked on Spurs. Hey, this is Chris Sabat, and you're listening to Locked on Spurs with Jeff Garcia. We spend a lot of time together, you and I. We get fired up together on wins and losses, who starts and who sits. I'm thankful for that connection we have, and today I want our chat to be a little bit more personal. I just learned that you can get a one-year supply on ED medications. You realize what that means. Bring on extended travel, bring on the next natural disaster or supply chain issue. You are covered, my friend. You don't have to worry about whether or not you can refill your generics for Cialis, Viagra, Rivatio prescription. And this is possible because of our friends at Jace Medical. Go online right now at jacemedical.com to receive your 12-month supply on your daily medication. And remember to use promo code LOCKEDON at checkout for a discount as well. A verified customer had this to say about Jace. I'm thankful for this service. Supply chains issues calls me to cut pills in half to have it. I ordered most of my daily meds with a year supply. I also ordered an antibiotic kit. I feel secure now. Prices are lower than local pharmacies. I highly recommend this for everyone. If you are someone you love would get some peace of mind by having a year supply of any daily med, go to jacemedical.com to see if it's offered for you. Remember to use promo code locked on for 20 bucks off your for your purchase. And don't forget, the Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. Doctor created, doctor recommended. All it takes to get a Jace case is fill out a simple online form. In some cases, jump on a quick call with one of their board-certified physicians. So don't be caught unprepared. Go to Jace Medical right now. Again, jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. I also want to talk to you about Muslingers drive through Coffee. You want to go to 2404,000 Oaks Drive. You're in San Antonio. You gotta just check out their menu. It's awesome. It's so vast. They have dairy alternatives. They have the signature drink, which is the mudslinger. They have the OG OJ for those of y'all who want to remember the Orange Julius days. That is recreated only at Mudslingers. They have the Sub Zero, which is a hat tip to UTSA's Frank Harris. They have the Alien. That's an honor of Wimbayama. That is, and by the way, that is energy packed. They got the Red Bull Infused Lightning Bolt Series. They got it all only at Muslinger's Drive Through Coffee. 2404,000 Oaks Drive, everybody. Open every day, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Over 300 five star reviews cannot be wrong. They have mini donuts. They have so much your head will just spin. They're the proud local sponsor of Locked On Spurs, proud a community member of San Antonio, and they're very interactive on social media. Find them on X, Threads, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, at Muslinger S-A-T-X. 
Life is too short for a bland coffee. And we're back right here on Lockdown Spurs with Mike Jimenez. Follow him on X at MJ Acquired Taste. Kind of on hyperdrive right now. He has dad duties. We're going to let him go in just a few minutes, but he'll tell you what uh, else he's doing and how to catch his show on YouTube. Yeah, he'll talk about that and more. So, Jimenez, I've been saving this topic for you because this was your baby. This was your idea. I said the next time he comes on, we're going we're gonna to broach it. So here it comes. And you know what? Spurs fans are starting to ask the same question as you've been asking. Are the Spurs too young? T-O-O-O-O. Are they too <laughs> young? Um, huh. Go ahead. I, I know what I want to say. I know what you're going to argue. Yeah. But, but go ahead. And take it away. So I brought this up to you the other day because, you know, you and I were both optimistic about this team. You yeah, know, we were thinking that certain players were going to take leaps and that this mm -hmm. team would somehow gel together. But the more you look at it, there is no floor general out there or somebody to kind of rally everybody around and say, let's just get back on yeah. track. It's just not there. And I was thinking about it because they started talking about these statistics about how the Spurs are the youngest team in the NBA. And I was thinking about it, and I was like, well, why is that the case? No one put a gun to the Spurs' head to make that so. Mm -hmm. Why did they decide to become the youngest team in the NBA? Because it was done by choice. And the more I look at it, I'm like, you know what? The Spurs have five, potentially six first-round draft picks. Five to six in the next two seasons. So this team is not going to be getting older. It's actually going to get younger. We're already the youngest team in the league. Right. And those are guaranteed roster spots unless the Spurs package them together or right. whatever the case may be. And I'm just looking at it going, what are they trying to do here? Are you trying to develop a winning team by just simply going through the draft as though it's the NFL and you can do it that way? You can't do it that way in the NBA. The NBA needs to be a collection of young players, mm -hmm. projects, and veteran leadership and a superstar. You need to have all of that to make the playoffs much less go deep into the playoffs. And we're seeing some teams right now just down the road on I-10. The Houston Rockets playing very well. Mm -hmm. And you see what they were able to do by you know, uh, bringing in a Fred Van Vliet and uh, bringing in some players to kind of mentor yeah, yeah. Yeah, Dylan Brooks, uh, to mentor Jabari Smith Jr., Amen Thompson, Alperen Sengun, uh, Jalen Green, and all of those guys. So they are getting better, not because the young guys are getting better. It's because the young guys are being trained on the job by players who have been there, done that, who have won games. If you look at our team, our quote-unquote veterans, what's Doug McDermott done in his career? He's made a lot of money. He has a good career. He's a good player. Right. But what playoff battles that we know of, of, of glory that we had from from McDermott. Right. Mm -hmm. C.D. Osman made the playoffs before. But I mean, really, is he going to be that guy to do that? Is it going to be Devonte Graham? That is the extent of our veteran leadership on this team. Right. You need a mentor to be good. The Spurs are right now the youngest team in the NBA and are going to get younger unless. The right. hologram Brian Wright starts wheeling and dealing. He he meant as I spoke to him. I spoke to he, him. He exists. Yeah, I spoke he, to him. He's a hologram. That's right. but, I, I get what you're saying, and it's a valid point. They're a young team, but the way I, I, I disagree with you is sure they're young by number, but not they're not young by NBA standards. What I mean by that, Kelton Johnson is his fifth year of being right. a pro. Devin Vassell, I think fourth year, I believe. 
you have Trey Jones, you know, multiple years already. You have Osmond multiple years. McDermott, you see where I'm going with this. Collectively, sure, if you average out their age, they're going to be the youngest. But experience-wise, they're not that wet behind the years. Collectively. Uh, Collectively. Collectively, zero Okay, fine, 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 fine. But my point is, is this team still has experience. No, they don't. No, no, no. I'm talking about just NBA standards. I know what you're trying to say in big, big games. Like, what have they done? What has Osmond done, you know, in playoffs in Cleveland? No, McDermott. But, you know, they've been there, done that as far as in the regular season. They know what it takes to win, whether it be their experience in San Antonio or other places playing with LeBron James, Osmond. You know, McDermott playing in Indiana or wherever he's been before coming to Chicago. Uh, so, I hear what you're saying. I, to me, it's not an age thing. To me, it's just a want thing. To me, it's more of an effort thing. To me, it's more of a chemistry thing. What if this, this the starting lineup just ain't working? What if I'm not gonna be surprised if Pop just rearranges it dramatically if this thing gets any worse? Or, and speaking about them getting younger, sure, yes, they have the the draft picks, but that doesn't mean they can package them to flip them. For veteran players, maybe that's the member. Wimby talked about some big experiment that they're doing after the loss to Oklahoma City, saying that there's a big experiment where you know we're we're trying to figure some things out and stuff. Blah blah blah. You know, just because they have the draft picks doesn't mean they're going to burn them. I'm actually surprised they haven't burned them yet. I thought by now they would have burned some. Who knows? Maybe that can happen in a few months at the tra- at the trade deadline. It takes two to tango. You know, you need to have a trading partner there. There's nothing to say that the hologram hasn't gone out and tried to flip these pieces and maybe been rejected uh, mm-hmm. once or twice. Uh, the thing about it is this, is that, you know, if you're constantly going to be building through the draft, you're, you're not going to necessarily get an all-star team, get a, com- com- a competitive team just simply based on that. If you look at the Spurs roster right now, do you consider Zach Collins to be a good player? A very, very good player. He was a lottery pick. I think he's a good player, yes. A, I know, he's, I know he's the, fine. The, plus, the plus minus doesn't speak otherwise, but he's a good player. He's fine, but the dude's a lottery pick. Jeremy yeah, Sohan is a 10. lottery pick. Yeah. You know, Devin Vassell's a lottery pick. And yeah. out of those three, the one that's played the best is Devin Vassell. Yeah, and, and I see why Spurs fans are flipping tables right now. You know, but I also understand too the time period these li- these kids grew up in. These kids grew up in the Tim Duncan era for the most part. These 20, 30 year old kids out there, that's all they know is playoffs, playoffs, championship, river parades, going to academy sports and getting the shirts, all that good stuff. You know, you and I, we've been there, done that. Yeah. You know, the older it's been a while. They, it's been a while. They, 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 so, so that's why I'm not panicking right now, even if it's a bad season ultimately. Is because things don't happen overnight. I'm so, panicking. I, I'm, I'm panicking. I'm, it's I'm, year five, baby. I, this is the fifth losing season okay. in a row. But now you have at least a major piece. You used to have a major piece now. It's not like they're drowning, you know, with an anchor to their leg and they're at the bottom next to the Titanic. You know, they have a little bit of a floaty, and that's Wimby. That's <laughs> keeping them up. That's holding them up a little bit. So you use that floaty and saying, okay, how can we get more floaties? Okay, well, we got all these. We got all these shells. We got all these young fish out there. We can use them. So, I mean, that's why I have a little hope. Maybe it won't happen today. Maybe it could happen next season or maybe at the trade deadline. They swing for the fences and they make a major uh, pick. I mean, a, a swap. But 
yeah. Uh, I guess, you know, again, I've seen rebuilds in San Antonio before. I know they don't happen overnight unless you're David Robinson or Tim Duncan. Those, I mean, those two guys overnight changed the franchise. Uh, when by if you thought he was going to do that, you're going to be gravely wrong. I mean, Tim Duncan was a four year college guy already physically made already got on a team that was already had a lot of veterans. Same for uh, Robinson. Well, Wimby's not that. He'll get there, but not yet. No, but I, I look back at, in time to how the Spurs gave David Robinson some veteran leadership to to, to lean on. Yeah, the Spurs TC. gave Tim Duncan TC. veteran leadership to lean mm-hmm. on, and Wemby they gave nobody. They yeah. gave nobody. They gave him Osman. They gave him McDermott. Who's mm-hmm. the big guy that that's getting that mentoring? That's mentoring him on the court. It's none. You know, yeah. they, they, they just, they just, they did nothing. They did nothing. And it's almost as though the Spurs didn't realize that they were picking the number one overall pick and that Wemby was there. It's, all, it's almost yeah. like they showed up at the draft and were like, we're picking number one. No, yeah. they knew month in advance that they were going to be drafting this guy. Free agency was picking up. They knew what was there. They knew that they had the second or third or fourth most dollars to spend. Mm-hmm. And the Spurs ultimately did nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Just around I, him with talent. I hear what you're saying when they're they are young. Are they too young? Yeah. You know, but I get that. But I, I guess maybe for that top that that question you have where they're too young, my expectation level for players, some players in the roster are a little higher because I I'm I'm looking at Kelly. I'm like, I, I I'm done with your I'm we're we're a young I'm a young player. We're learning with this stuff. I know he said that a couple of times already, right. but I would love to hear him to say, you know what? Yeah, these other guys are youngs, but I'm here to help them get through with this. You know, Dude, if if, Kel- if Keldon or Devin Vassell went to another team that was more experienced, their play would be so much better because they'd be with somebody who could show them the ropes and show them how to win certain battles and whatnot. The Spurs are not playoff tested, battle tested. Man, if the Spurs didn't make the playoffs for another two or three years, Keldon and, and Devin would be like six and seven year vets and never have played a playoff game in their entire lives. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. They don't they may have that number next to their next to them in the uh the program that says four year vet, five year vet, six year vet. Mm-hmm. They may as well be rookies because that's what they are when it comes to the playoffs. He is Mike Jimenez. Make sure to follow him on X at MJ Acquired Taste. We want to hear from you. Uh what do you think? How bad is it for the Spurs? Is there a stat that's jumping out for you that you're like, what in the you know what is going on with this team? Uh, do you agree with Jimenez that this team is just way, way too young that they should have, or are they going to immediately going to have to flip or bring in some veteran? Uh, well, I guess there's a veteran president by the sense of battle tested veterans. How's that? Battle How about a good one? How about a yeah. good one? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see if the Spurs will snap their losing streak. They got the Kings up uh, next. Not a, not an easy out, not an easy out. Sabonis and Wimby. That's going to be a fun mm-hmm. matchup to watch. Uh, that's this Friday at the Frost. Jimenez, what are you up to these days? Man, Alamo City Sportscast. We're alive and well. Man, we're doing it Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Uh, we start off live at 1030 uh, on uh, YouTube. Uh, please go ahead and like and subscribe. Uh, we're also live on Twitter and Facebook and available on all the major podcast platforms. Uh, it's fun times. Uh, Joe Garcia is my producer. 
Uh, Joe is actually out the next couple of weeks, so I've been doing the show flying solo from home as opposed to the studio. Mm -hmm. uh, but we're having a good time. We talk a lot of Spurs, a lot of Cowboys, a lot of Houston Texans. CJ Stroud, man, they're actually playoff bound. That team is looking good, better and better by the by the week. Uh, we talk a lot of pop culture, uh, and uh, it's it's a fun show. Uh, it's very interactive. People leave their comments on YouTube. We read them on the spot, and uh, it's a fun show. It's ten thirty, uh, but then again, we don't date it. So if you want to listen to it later on in the day, podcast is for you, or you can do the replay whenever you have time. You heard them right there. Make sure you go do that right now. Hey, thanks for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. Free and available wherever you get podcasts, YouTube, Ken's Five Plus app, iTunes, Spotify. The list goes on and on. Also, speaking of YouTube, uh, Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On Plus national shows covering every league if you want to go to locked on sports today on youtube subscribe to the first ever national sports 24 7 streaming channel that's available right now make sure you do that so for mike jimenez i am jeff garcia we're gonna put a lock on this episode of locked on spurs <laughs>